another late development, and this news keeps coming in as we're talking here. Alright, welcome, welcome, boys and girls, intellectual minds in the sloths of the world. We welcome you guys to the books and beyond. Uh, Mail Book Club. This is your host, Hero, and I am joined today by the likes of these elegant gentlemen. We have Rob, and Black just disappeared out of nowhere, so, you know, for I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> you got the headphones, and uh, of course we got the we got the the one and done JV. <laughs> Good luck with that jersey on today, baby. <laughs> you showing a lot of hope. Hey man, we gonna ride it down, man. Hey, I feel you. I feel you. How the rest of my day go. I let y'all know how three feet. Hey, put it in the group. And what we try and do here is uh, enlighten the uh, intellectual minds and try and reach out and uh, show that you know, black man, we out here. Doing good things, and we got uh, last week's episode up right now. The link will be popping up on the screen and also in the description below. Uh, our review is going to be the spook that sat by the door. Uh, we're going to be reviewing chapter six to ten, eleven, eleven. I, I, I don't know. Oh, it's ten. It's ten, bro. It's ten. It's yeah. ten. Yeah, six to ten. Yeah. Come on, Jeremiah. You you, you <laughs> run the great math mind. <laughs> over, he's an overachiever. He's an overachiever. It's just part yeah, of his nature. The whole book. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, great, pe- great math mind. He should know how to count the five. Some yeah, people. I, some I people in this post- group. Book. Some people in this group have already read the whole book, but we ain't saying no yeah. names. You know, we just gonna keep it the same. Like, uh, and real quick, we're gonna go through. You know how our week was. Uh, Rob, how how'd your week go, man? Um, man, this week went by so fast. I don't even remember it to be honest. Um, it was cool. Um, this next week about to be some serious from from a working perspective, but um, outside of that, I spent a little time with the fiance, so that's cool. But hey, we all got something for sweetest day. Uh, JB, you get something for sweetest day? What you get? Cause you the married man. What's up? <laughs> We don't do the gifts on those days, man. I'll be like, but you do stuff on Valentine's Day, right? Mm-mm. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, that's the most we do. Okay, hey, you know what? Hey, man, I want something on both days. If you're watching <laughs> this, you want to be. This is part of the application process. What you getting me, Black? How was your week, man? All right, so from from this point on, my my week is all repetitive. I do the same thing every single day. <laughs> <laughs> every single day I go to work I load trucks I come home I be a dad every single day hey, sometimes I, I eat eat off Uber Eats or I cook Superman <laughs> that be the difference in my day if I'm cooking or Uber eating alright well then on shoot every week we just gonna check and see what you have for have for dinner make you spice it up sometimes hey, what you, you cook it. this week you yeah, know, I'm a chef and I ain't even I ain't even cooked this week that's the crazy part I ain't cooked the damn thing all week my daughter and them been making pieces and shit by the time I made it home. Matter of fact, I did smother some potatoes mm-hmm. on Monday. I think that was. I made some smothered potatoes and smothered fucking pork chops and some um, corn, some sweet corn. Oh, you, lost me. you lost me with the pork chops, my brother. 
No oh, swine, man, my brother. No bro. swine, my brother. Yeah, but I'm gonna eat that pig, bro. <laughs> so what I do is I put the bacon. I put bacon grease in there to make my gravy. So instead of using butter, you know how people use butter, I use the the fat off the bacon, the grease from the fat off the bacon. I, you know, fry that up. And then I use that with my onions and shit. What I put in my grave, I ain't gonna tell y'all the whole shebang of bang, but yeah, <laughs> that's, what that, that's what that that's what that post came from. Talking about y'all use butter, I use bacon grease. Oh uh, yeah, I use bacon grease instead of butter, bro. So let's say I'm making pancake bacon grease. I'm you know anything I'm putting that in that, on that skillet, I'm using bacon grease. Yeah, I know that's gonna add that flavor. I appreciate you for letting me know. Yeah, it's gonna add that flavor. You know they got turkey got bacon grease. You know help you um. Do the stones out. <laughs> PDs. Well, for what it's worth, uh, that's been our week in the review, man. And uh we are uh oh wait, my week was my week was uh Yeah, I'm about to say <laughs> my, week, my uh we c- kind of just revolved around um just <laughs> Uh, you know, Black was out here pressuring me to get this video out. So, like that. Now that I have my like my templates out, he Black was holding people's feet to the fire in the group chat. That's that's when my week revolved around watching Black just harass folks about. Yeah, I was just t- trying to figure out when you were going to book what. Like, <laughs> he was going. He was go, yeah, he was going to upload the um the video the day of the new video. I'm like, oh okay. I, yeah, now that I have the little template, it's going to be drag and drop. So it's a lot easier for me. But like that first video is always tough because I have to be somewhat creative. But after that, then it's just, you know, drag and drop. But uh, hey, if you're watching this and you in the group and you ain't on the screen right now, Black coming for you. This is a warning. Like, run. Yeah, I already be, be texting them. I be trying to see who where. They, they bought the book and barely read if you bought a book you can't read, there's audibles. You got, you know, week trials. If you got Amazon Prime, they give you. You know, there's a little handy function on the browser. It's called Read Aloud. If you got the Chrome browser, it reads to you in a British accent, which is the one I like. But uh, neither here or there, man. Let's get to this. I need, I need that black man that was reading to me. Hey, that black guy. He he, he puts. It's a, something about the culture. You you know he's you right. know he he's been there. It, it sounds like he's been there. I don't want no no white dude reading no Chicago accent. I want Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Though. <laughs> I'm waiting for uh, Alexa to ask Samuel Jackson, so I can t- only talk to him. <laughs> Samuel, this is crazy. All right, so let's get to it. Um, chapter six. Uh, JB, opening thoughts on this. What? What? J- chat. I'm not even gonna lie here. They, they, shit don't get real till chapter eight, nine, and ten. Uh, chapter six and seven were sort of a buildup. But JB, what were your thoughts on chapter six? Chapter six, chapter six. This the one when uh, is this the one when Joy when he back with talking to Joy a little bit? Joy, Joy, start, Joy comes back around chapter seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I need refreshers oh, on the chapter because I know I'm done, so I ain't keep up with everything. When he flew in, when he started going to actually, no, Joy's back in chapter eight. Chapter six is uh, he when travels he to the east. east when he goes to the east. Uh, he talks about his travel. This is with him in this is sort of chapter six was sort of like the build up with the general. A yeah. lot of six, stuff was six, going. Six yeah, yeah. is when he got into it with the with the driver. No, that's seven. No, bro. that's that's seven. Oh, that's seven. That's, that's seven. seven when he about to go. The general. So six is when he talking to the general, and uh, I did take some notes on that. He was talking about how how um, so much more developed the the white man is than us, and how far behind we are, and almost making it seem like it was our fault. Like it's our fault that they more yeah. developed than us, and we just good athletes. 
Uh, don't forget we danced the same too. Yeah, he danced the same That was sarcasm. That was sarcasm one on one. It's it's it was so crazy um, to read this because you would have thought that like all up until this point, Freeman made it sound like oh he was prepared for this conversation, like he knew that this is his thought process. But his visceral reaction when he got sick, when he had to excuse himself, get sick. But I never, it never dawned on me that you know he had the first gaffe where he talked about he mentioned a French wine, and he had to reserve himself because he didn't want to to make. That was to the senator, and he didn't want to make himself seem like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, but you know, let me let me put it on him to do it like that. So, Rob, like, are you like, what was your feeling towards this conversation? Like, did you think like this was gonna happen? I thought for some reason like he was gonna do an awakening for the general, but after five years of being at this facility, he had accomplished almost nothing as far as progression and growth. Well, for me, chapter six kind of <clears throat> chapter six took me back to our conversation last week, where you brought up this whole concept of access, right? Mm-hmm. And they they're having this conversation where he's basically bashing an entire group of people, and it's like in my mind, it's like yeah, it's because you know we don't have we don't have the access to these things that you have. You know, you 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 have this ability, if we have the ability, but you. You, you kind of hide it from us, you know, like the person who has the ball to say it's my ball. Um, and I thought, I thought Freeman was going to educate him, you know, because it's just them at dinner, them too. Yeah. Like, you, you could, but, but later on, you see why yeah. he don't, right? Yeah. He, Freeman always plays the long game. Yeah. So, it's cool, but I feel like me personally in that situation, I would have to educate him. No, absolutely. And Black, yeah. do you feel... but? Black, do you feel educated, like, the long game versus the now and here and now? I feel like Freeman was back in a different time. Today, it'd be totally different for any one of us to be having this conversation. But, Black, the long game versus the short game for Freeman, which one are you going with? I, I, I like the long game because it wasn't it, – it's hard for them to figure out who the fuck was the man. See, later on, it's hard for them to figure out who, who the man is, who doing everything. Because mm-hmm. if Freeman would have been on their ass from the jump, they'd have been like, okay, he back home. We know it's him. Mm. So, only person yeah. that figured it out was his homie, you know. But later, yeah, keep going. Like, I ain't gonna. So, I'm trying to just stay, stay in whatever chapter y'all talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody in the group is over here overachieving. We not saying no names though. Uh, the the hey, dinner hero. The... hero I yes, was gonna sir. say that point when you was talking about him getting sick, and mm-hmm. I think that because he playing that long game every time. Something like that come up, he got to hold it in, yeah. and that's when and that's tough. Him it's losing, tough when you, when right, it's tough. Him. And when he's throwing up and his body reacting, I think that was his signal. Like, oh, it is time for me to go now. I can't do and, it. And and that was a uh, that was gonna be my point of this chapter. Uh, your mind versus your body. Like, you really get to see which they talked. They are both on different levels. Like, I can bench press four hundred pounds, but I'm way I'm. My, Per knowledge, I'm 10 times stronger than my body will ever be. But, like, if I have a visceral reaction to something, that's something my mind can't even control. That's just my body telling me, I don't care what you think. This is it. And you got to, that's your gut feeling. And I think that was the epitome of gut feeling. Like, yo, this is your gut telling you it's time, 
even if your mind thinks it's not the time, we're going to have to collaborate and make it a uh, 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 get out of free card, uh, jail free card right here, right now. But there's a part of me that kind of wishes for all the bravado that Freeman has shown up into this point. Like I said, he, in my mind, he's the black James Bond. One-on-one, that was the, that was your biggest enemy. The enemy that if you could you could convert right there and now, you, you make a world of difference. But, you know, we played the long story and we got one more person joining in. It, it's hard to fix stupid, though, bro. Man. So, yeah, it is. Like, you, if they have a willful ignorance, I'll be talking about that, that they have a willful ignorance to where they, they don't know whether or not, because they, they don't know what's going on because they don't want to know. That's the thing. Like even if you if you figure it out, you see it, then you you still don't care. So they they willfully trying to be ignorant when it comes to what they would want to acknowledge. And that yeah. general was not one of them people you was gonna be able to change. No, you definitely. About this from fifty years ago too. Like this yeah. not today. This fifty years. Okay, ago. Okay, white boy, what's up, bro? <laughs> oh, we got we got we got we got news in the building. What up? Oh, he's muted, but uh, he's just listening. He, he got to connect to the audio. You got to you got to press that. There you go. All right. But uh, for chapter seven, uh, I label chapter seven the disrespect. Um, chapter seven was full of disrespect and um, for different reasons. And the one thing that stuck in my mind was the pocket knife. That That's the thing that uh, that kind of labeled it out for me. But we'll go in. Uh, we'll go in order real quick. Uh, JB, what were your thoughts on chapter seven? Man, um, I think I think a lot of things was coming to a head. So you think you think about the driver and Freeman, like uh, the driver been wanting to interact with Freeman this way, you know, mm. and, and um, you know talking about him for leaving, like you don't even know what I'm up to, and uh, then we go into. Like Freeman just get to that point, like he actually show himself for a second. You know, he show himself to the driver, like I'm leaving. Like, hey, bro, don't you can't you can't talk to me like this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know who you think you are. I don't know what you think going on, um, but you can't approach me like that. And I don't know. I think I think that just speaks back to chapter six. Like he was at that point. Like I can't I can't mentally hold it in no more. You I can't deal with that. Where's to your point, the disrespect or the the lack of knowledge or whatever you are like you're not gonna approach me however you want to did you feel for some reason uh it, i always the one thing i do like that they tell us about freeman is his the way he's dressed at all times and yeah. he puts on this disguise that he's not this sharp elegant suave guy he's doing the whole i'm a, i'm a fly on the wall you don't recognize me you don't see me do you feel like this is a consequence of those of those situations like that he also dressed according to where he was at. Remember, his suit wasn't even like like before he got back to Chicago. His suit was a little baggy, yeah, and, and loose. And now but, he, he gets to Chicago, he's on his stuff. He go, he basically, he got he got like business proper for Chicago. But like, he, and that's that. the thing that kind of baffled me is because he has the he has the suits to be uh, so, to be accepted. So you know, they say they was talking about how um, you know you get to a certain point when you're in the CIA. And you get tired of, you know, being yeah. that being that fake person for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he just was hitting that wall. Oh, but okay. then it, you know, and and it, it, the comparison that they was talking about, you know, how black people are, are we natural agents, and yeah. every single day, and he 
doubling down on that, basically, you know, uh, from how he moving. And what about the you? With that driver, it was it was more so that he was getting sicker. Like I don't like that's what I don't get. Cause the black dude see you doing better. Your own the driver should have been the coolest motherfucker with him. They should have been friends off back. Like mm-hmm. he should have been already been able to be open with that driver because he was black. But instead he had to he had to keep that role because that nigga was was a was basically a house nigga. The no. driver was a house nigga. Oh for sure. What about he, you? He driving... Go ahead. Oh, finish up. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm good. Rob and Rob, as far as because I want to come back to the idea of black, but for chapter seven, Rob, was there anything that stood out for you? I think you summed it up like disrespect, and it, and it wasn't just a disrespect between Freeman and the driver. Don't forget the president no. kept saying his name wrong. Yeah, and he gave that nigga the same gift he gave the boy Scout. <laughs> yeah, the pocket knife, the pocket knife, that pocket knife. That pocket knife was it. At that point, I was like, Freeman, if you don't blow this fucking building up, yeah. Not the president, though. He stole stole his lingo. Told his assistant, write that down. I'm gonna write it down. So I'm gonna go back. Let's go back real quick to this the old heads versus the new heads. And I I say this, and I, I say this all the time on the podcast. You know, our parents, God bless them, but they didn't do enough to put us in the position we wanna be in right now. A lot of us, as you know, 25, no, what the fuck am I talking about? 18 and up, we've been taking care of our parents, some of us. Like, we've been holding it down. Like, and you know, this is not a diss to them. My parents were great, but they didn't know anything about real estate. They didn't know anything about stocks. They didn't know anything about financial literacy. Like, these are things that I have brought into our family. Me and my brother. The, have, the, the African, your, your, your parents ain't know? I mean, they came here, but this is in, I'm talking about in America. In Africa, I got four houses, no problem. But I'm here in America. You know, yeah, I can I'm, build. I'm saying most times the Africans come over and they be prepared, bro. They, it's like they have a better- Prepared to the extent, but you, I mean, you got to think about it. We all went to high school with each other. It wasn't like I was at some prep college. The only reason why people probably even recognize me from sense just because I went to college on a scholarship. A lot of that was built. But if I didn't pay, if I didn't get into, into football, I'm paying for school. So it wasn't like they had everything thought out planned. Yeah, they made the you know one-off plan to come here to America, but yet and still, everybody that you're comparing yourself to in this book, at least, seems to be so much more prepared in Freeman to be part of this world. Freeman has to pretend that he's not prepared for this world. And that's where the old head versus the new head comes in, because you clearly see this mentality of this driver, not even to accept his job and his role but it's that same scenario where you go to Foot Locker and it's one of your homeboys and they're like oh I can't get you with the discount but the dude that comes in with the new balance the white dude with the new balance they all over him trying to get him the discount it's like where's where's your where's your allegiance really lie and are you he, the title versus the money like after you can make as much money as you want to like I said I know NFL players who are miserable in their 16 bedroom mansion but I know people out here making ends meet who have the ability to laugh. And that's crazy to me. They go to Miami when they feel like it. Because they Man. going on trips like a motherfucker. Hold the fuck up, man. Like when did you have a job? You in Atlanta now? Like me, now, you in, now you in Miami? Hey, <laughs> you acted totally different. 
You acting totally I'm different. I'm checking my bank account like, man, what, the, what am I doing wrong? Man. One, thing, one, one thing from Chapter 6 I, I, I found rather interesting, I know we moved on to Chapter 7, was when uh, when Freeman went on an international trip. I think he went somewhere in the, in the East, like you said, Hero, and he realized he wasn't as good in the bed as he thought he was. Did they say that? No, they didn't yeah. say that. They, they, he's not, they, they're a lot more freaky. They're into things yeah. that he's yeah. not he was into. He was saying they was more freaky, but he yeah. was like, but they, but, but she said that he was good. Like, yeah, he, he was, was good. But but also, she didn't say he was great because we know the, the woman in red said he was great. So this yep. led me down two things. One, Freeman basic as hell in the bedroom. <laughs> and two, <laughs> All that but Chinese anime, yeah. All that Chinese anime shit, that, all that freaky shit we be seeing in the animes, that shit is real, man. They be on some, <laughs> a different level of freakiness. It's like yeah. if you, I watch anime and I be, there's some stuff I be watching like, who it's some crazy ass animes, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, like it's what movies? anime would do get his powers from sucking titties. Yeah, like that's crazy to me. But who approved <laughs> this? Like, breast milk gives him power. Like why? Why is that a thing? Why can't you just be a super saiyan like everybody else? Yeah, nah, you gotta, man. But, I, uh, but, I got, I got some crazy ass anime. I don't watch it, but I got a bunch of that shit on my hard drive. It, that shit make, uh, and also that's chapter six. Also continues the the line of thought for me that a woman's going to be its downfall because um, we're gonna, yeah, we'll move on to chapter eight because this is when she the pocket just real quick on the pocket knife because everybody's gonna be like what, what's the pocket knife the pocket knife before freeman went in to go meet the president he uh the boy scouts was in front of him and he peeped game that as the boy scouts were leaving they all had pocket knives and you know when the president met with him he gave in exchange a weapon for a weapon like when you give someone a cutting tool you should give them a, another tool and freeman gave him his uh his tie clip his tie clip <laughs> and a lot of people were like they might fly over your head but like uh, the Thai clip is uh, in some like I don't know if it was the French or the Poland, Polish, but basically that's your first line of defense weapon. Like it's used as a as a like an immediate like a kill because it's sharp edge. You can hide it, you can conceal it. It's it's one of, and it was sort of like this jab saying like, bro, if, if we wasn't in broad daylight, I'd jab you in the neck right now. So I just found that to be like really. Uh, really interesting and also like man the just the level of disrespect to be in the president's grace get your name wrong and it, and it's not even one of these hard names it's literally it's just nobody like, wants to be called a free man nobody wants to call a black dude a free man mm-hmm. that's what i like about his name mm-hmm. like it's, it's not hard it's not hard to call him that it's just nobody's about to, no white dude is about to keep calling this black man a free man yeah i notice how they always call him dan and the black people call him freeman yeah that's that's the or they have another nickname for him. But let's push on to chapter eight. Um JB, what were your thoughts for chapter eight? Man, um he feel like uh with Joy, she started talking about um <clears throat> how she she knew he was always this type of person, which is one thing saying like you don't you still don't know nothing about him. You never knew anything about this man. She feel like cause he got his crib nice. Yeah, like his crib nice. He make which, more which money. Which is a fake for him. It's completely right. fake. <laughs> like, like he he just wanted he he all. This is always who he wanted to be. What's good, Bart? What up, oh, hurry, what's up? 
What's up, girl? Okay. <laughs> no, you wake up. You good? You woke up? You need some coffee, man? <laughs> That's crazy. I'm like, no, you came funny. late. We going to have to talk to you, man. You okay? We got to make sure you okay. Man. Hey, but I ain't get past chapter 10, though. That's exactly. what, you good. That's where you're supposed to be at. That's, That's where you're supposed to be at. I'm like, man, I ain't going to miss another one. All right. JB, continue. So, yeah, then... Uh... They conversation, you know, she it just show how shallow she is. Um, yeah. She settled. She let her husband do whatever he want to, as long as I can spend the money. You know, you, you sound like uh, I don't know. You sound like one of these basketball wives or something. Like she sound, she sound ridiculous. Joy is really her name should be if if, if we're being real. Joy's name should be Pain because every time she comes on the screen, I just experience pain. And the whole wig thing, like once again. Freeman's downfall. I haven't made it to the end of the book. If Freeman's downfall isn't because of a woman, I'll be I'll be happy. But it's clear that he does that these are we're starting to see the flaws in our protagonist. He he, he doesn't keep to a, a code. He only has this general focus on his mission, but it, his moral compass. I don't know if he has one because once again, he's flying over all he's a young bachelor, do whatever you want. But married women, I feel should be off limits, regardless of how miserable they are. But he clearly said she know he knows if she takes her wig off when she has sex or not and that's only because they had sex so like once again the joy is a constant reminder of freeman's flaws to me in this story uh rob what did you see in chapter uh, eight I, I don't think it's a flaw you don't think it's a flaw to be having sex with a married woman she's not married she's married on paper but mentally she's never been married she's only with that nigga because he got money but are you married or not it's, it's not it's she's not, not she's not really married bro no 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 I, like, it, it, she, that, she went to his house they didn't meet up the outside way that her husband moved like yeah. i think that was that was basically they intro to opening that door to him yeah i think her husband got bitches too right no of course but oh, the yeah. whole thing is my yeah. whole thing is like once again, is is this is my slight on Freeman. He has no his moral compass is flawed because once again, Joy can do nothing for you but bring you pain. And like let's be real, they're both two people in high class society. If the story ever got out of their infidelity, it ruins his plan. He he put his plan in jeopardy for a sexual tendency. Like because all it has to be like, oh yeah, they. But but, but he a playboy. His whole thing, his whole look is is being a playboy. Why he, it, no, he he it's thought to because once again, no one in high class society really knows. But he goes to the parties early. He leaves early. He always brings a woman with him, and he doesn't bring a woman with him, and he leaves without anyone. He has no identity in the world, and that's what he benefits from. So for him to be doing something so particular, well, he's known as a, he's known as a playboy. I don't know if, if that's the like next couple chat, but yeah, he's known as a playboy. I'm, but I mean, to be a young bachelor and still have their moral code, like once again, if you are all about it, just it's a conflict for me. If you all about this uh, righteous Freeman and getting the job done and you're letting yourself be dragged down by these other things, it leaves room for conflict. And that was my whole thing. But uh, Rob, uh, no, who, who are, I mean, yeah, Rob. He was going to Rob. Uh, what did you see with chapter eight? Because my whole thing was diversity on chapter eight, but what did you think? I like when, when when Freeman got home to Chicago, his lingo changed immediately. Mm. He was comfortable. He was comfortable. Yeah. I was like, I like this Freeman. I like this. He like called the dude. He got to get books and everything. Daniel, whatever he, I mean, he phrased it. 
I was like, I don't know about that, but I liked it. That's somebody's nickname, Daddy. That's somebody's name. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, nobody's name was Daddy. I was like, whoa. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I grew up with a with a dude named Fat Daddy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's a name you get as a kid. They ain't shaking yeah. off. And that's the only way. That's the only way we were able to call. Right, him. Like, hey, like, to what? Black's point, yeah, to Black's I'm point. I'm like, all right, fuck. Yeah, there's, I ha- there's a dude. There was a. I have an uncle. We called him Small Daddy, and we had another dude called Big Daddy. So like, it, and as adults now, when you see them, you just want to say uncle, but then you just slip back and say, hey, what up, Small Daddy? I'm like, did that just come out my grown ass mouth? Like, <laughs> but like it's, but they too old. Like they a bunch of old heads. Like you can't feel embarrassed about that. But uh, so much happened in chapter eight. Um, and I we can happen six through ten, like, yeah. A lot happened, and the thing that I'm gonna bring attention 20, to, man, <laughs> 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 uh, the thing I want to bring attention to is the pool table, and that mm. was sort of the stomping grounds. Because at yeah. this point, uh, in the story, Freeman has decided to take on he's left his DC lifestyle behind and decided to take on the director position of uh, gang initiation or gang, uh. Uh, social work and there's a bunch of processes this is his first it's his first damn day in chicago and you think to himself like oh, okay you got a week or two to settle in uh freeman's on the on the hunt right away and he makes his way to the the, the gang's headquarters and he plays on their table and you can see the concern for freeman uh people tell him oh you could get a free rack on this table. Don't worry about it. Or, hey, you know, come get a drink. Uh, don't worry about it. And he's determined as if he knows, like, no, this is the spot. This is where I want to be. And I just love the whole coming to the alley part because the judo chop, that's what, that's what really got me laughing. When I saw that come across. He the does street, that. He does that. He judo chopped the hell out that's of one of them boys. Right there. He loved that. Hey, that shit had me dying. But then, you know, he's still prepared. He he knows he's not going to be able to take them in their youth, but he came prepared. And he knows how to articulate himself to the extent of getting their attention. How strange is it that in Chapter 8, we start to see these parallels, especially for you, Black, because you were in the military, these these parallels between the military and gang life. Like, is this a real-life yeah. thing for you, Black? Wait, whoa. I mean, Rob, 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 game, man. No, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'm changing his name to Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> oh God, this man. <laughs> All right, so with the with the um, well, how they was moving was more so how the gangs wanted to move. That's how he how he how he had to move was how the gangs wanted to move, especially the Blackstones and the GDs. Mm-hmm. That's how they wanted to move. They wanted to be moved with hella discipline and everything. That's why a lot of the, the rules are basically based on that. And they come from it, you know, like the six Ps and shit. That come from that come from game bank. They don't come from the military. And then um, I, I like how, but before he made it there, he was talking to his buddy about who he was. Like he was a warlord beforehand. Mm-hmm. So that's why I didn't understand. Like how they not know that he was somebody. I mean, you know, he they should know that he was that nigga. And you get respect off that. Once you like you go get you you you, you was that nigga before, so you ain't gonna they ain't gonna come at you off off, off the wall like that. But so the young once again, it's you the, mean the cobras. So you talking about the cobras didn't know who he was. The cobras, yeah, they should have knew who he was. Yeah, he was a warlord it, just a couple years ago. That wasn't that long ago. But but this is to my point. It's almost one of those things like old heads versus new head. Old head yeah. people in the game probably know, but all these people are clearly new. Yeah, he said they, it was no, like, they're the leaders though. No, buddy, the like. 
he was with the leader, the treasurer, and the and the new and the new warlord. Yeah, oldest so they one wasn't was that they weren't that new. But the oldest you're was not, 16, you're not going for right? Yeah, the oldest one was and like he was nineteen, I think. Nineteen. Nineteen. He was nineteen, the oldest one. But and so he, that means five, for, if he been gone for five years, dude, yeah. he don't know him. Yeah, they don't that's, know. No, that's when games games started back then. Larry who was seventeen when the GD started. You know what I mean? That was that. That's when they started when they was young like that, and they knew he knew them. So clearly that it was either their big brother or something that was that was the man when they was when they was little, and they, he knew that he knew they ass. Right. They knew him. So they should have known him because back then that's when they did have structure. But even, so even they known, him knowing that. him, knowing him doesn't doesn't keep him from like approach. Like the fuck, man, you've been gone five years. What you did for me lately It's about what you've done for me Shit, now. That's how that's how it is nowadays. But back then, the respect was the respect back then. It was bro. different. Yeah. You oh, okay. was, it was way different back then. Like all oh, back, you motherfucker gonna know you just like now. If you go to jail, and once you get hit that county and your ass fake GD, you gonna find out quick who. Like that shit way different than it is in the streets. Mm. So then what is what is the we meet a lot of new characters here. We have uh <laughs> we got the math guy, we got Dean, who is the leader of the group, yeah, but he's also the smallest person in the group. We got Davis, we got Scott, we got Turk, and uh we got Stud. Um we meet a Stud's lot of shooter. yeah, Stud's the shooter. Uh, one thing that uh, his name is Davis, right? Davis and uh, Davis and Stud are one and the same. Yeah. The thing that kind of comes up here is fucking with Whitey, and that's sort of like this is what we want to start doing. And they talk about uh, this um, this this disdain for like what? Why we? Why why should we be going after each other? Let's come up with this plan and they all find a natural enemy well how important is it for you as a, in this story at this point in the story to have a common enemy at this point like do you feel like the theme the, that's enough for you to like move forward because he kind of made fun of them like oh y'all over here hitting pawn shops and you know in the middle of a riot starting fires so tough so like what y'all really doing y'all shooting at people off of rooftops with Bad artillery, even the best shot would never hit anybody with a gun. Yeah, like good luck. So, you know, is is his if you're a freeman and you saw this as a battleground state, are these the key people you would want to go to? Why did he go back to the Cobras besides the fact he was one? Because that's that's the main reason, shit. Because he was one, then fucking he knew their numbers was the, the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna let this shit go. because <laughs> Even back then, the biggest was the, was the, uh, was the, was the Black Peace song. Mm-hmm. But I think I think even before that, the one thing I really appreciated about Freeman is, and you can tell by the way he moved before he came to Chicago or got back to Chicago, he had a plan. Right. Yeah. Right. So he get in, he go to the agency, and then he basically let them know, hey, I'm going to try to start a relationship with the Cobras. And then the agency saw their hand and basically was like, oh, if you can do that, we can get this Ford grant. Yeah. So that was, like, the, that was the only yeah. people they didn't have a hand in. Exactly. Everybody else they had a hand in because they was all really small and insane. What I like, okay, this this goes back to chapter one through five because he spent that whole time learning the, the way they move. Yep. So he can train them military style, not even with, more so military, but intelligence style. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, yeah, that, and that, that's that's how he got back. He's like, okay, cool, I got these numbers. I'm gonna train these niggas. I'm gonna teach them. 
And at the end of the day, even after they learned, they wasn't gonna just be game bangers no more. Yeah, yep. you have to be. Even from disguising uh, people being on drugs and pretending like, oh, let's pretend like, because the facade was to make sure that the cops and the people to the, the fuzz and everybody weren't catching on to their growth and development. Like he, he talks at extent. And I really enjoyed the fact that he doesn't discount the fact that what you are great at is what's going to keep you great. You all are proficient at being athletes. But the fact is, the reason why you weren't good in school is because school wasn't focused on teaching you. It was forced. It was focused on keeping you disciplined. Like, of course, if you don't find like the fact that the dude was reading uh, college level calculus I, as a person who took calculus, I can tell you that shit ain't no joke. So like the fact that he was reading it as a high school student. Jeremiah took it. That shit was no joke, though. It wasn't. <laughs> like, even as a college kid, I was like... Even when I went to college and took it again, I'm like... Damn. Damn. You know, math, math wasn't an issue for me, so I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna pretend like it was tough for me. I ain't gonna... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't tough, but... Yeah. I ain't gonna pretend. Jeremiah actually wasn't tough for Jeremiah. It wasn't tough. I always called Jeremiah the, um, the good version of me. <laughs> like, he, 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 he who I would be if, if I wasn't... If, the life I chose. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all both came out on top, though. I feel like. Hey, there it is. Uh, so Certain people you can't hold back. And um, and like I don't know if there was anything else anybody want to hit on chapter uh, eight, but ch- I want to push chapter nine. Yeah, quick, to, quickly yeah. on eight. I think so. Like thinking about Freeman, and this is me being unbiased about my upbringing in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of my appreciation of men like Jeff Ford and Larry Hooper. Because and that's what I like about they bar. That, yep. You know, they bar would, would have been the fort. The fort was a club mm-hmm. with all the game bangers. That's why I kept thinking I, about like, these are the black stones, man. Yeah, they, that's what I'm saying. They, the yeah, they club was the fort. Now every gang and all the gang leaders was able to go there and all they put all the bullshit aside. Now the, the Lion King King, they was all that. Everybody was there at the fort. Mm-hmm. And it's like he structured the gang in a way where, like the the gangster disciples, they were built up like a corporation. You got a board of directors, a chairman. Yeah, yeah. And it's like Larry um, Jeff Ford. You really gotta abide by these laws, or else. Yeah. Structure, discipline. Yeah, there ain't no pink slips in this in this job. You you. Annex. And and it spoke to something that Freeman uh ulti- the ultimate plan because Freeman basically gave them the heads up. You can't be a gangbanger your whole life. Eventually you're gonna end up in a line. You just gonna have to choose unemployment or bread. Pick your well, Was he teaching or like okay, did y'all find out that Buddy has played instruments and shit and wrote poems? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So we was there between six and ten. Yeah. So for chapter, he was trying to figure out what everybody was great at, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, chapter nine, it comes. We chapter nine is sort of a, it's sort of a time skip because you get to see a few months into it, the agency has, uh, has started to check up on you know, uh, Freeman's progress at this point. But Freeman has also introduced them into their first conflicts. Like, we need to, I need to test you guys because all this training they've been getting, they haven't been tested. So he he initiates that he initiates them and tells them you know go hit up this one gang, and JB, what were your thoughts on this fight, um, this gang clash? 
is it's not really uh actually that's game. chapter ten. I'm I'm skipping. Was 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 nine uh nine was about he, it's still nine we, we kind of covered nine, it's still about training. Not chapter nine was about identifying them, who they are, training with them. And I thought I thought like this whole time, like uh Freeman I I talked to a lot of my guys about getting mentors. And mm-hmm. like Freeman, he 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 bestows knowledge, he criticizes them, whatever, but he don't come to him without something to offer. And I thought that's what I was being able mm-hmm. to see kind of eight and nine. Like, I'm going to tell you like what you're doing wrong and all the missteps you're doing, but I'm also going to give you the tools that you need to elevate yourself. Yep. And that's what I was kind of seeing in eight and nine. Um, and, and like you said, when they, he got him with the music and the math guy and, you know, letting them be able to see like, this who y'all, this what y'all good at. This who y'all are. And this and, who y'all really are. Right, this is who y'all really are. Y'all not just y'all don't have to be pigeonholed. So that's what I was starting to. Yeah, to when they brought slaves over here, they didn't bring slaves. They brought doctors, lawyers, engineers, electricians. Like they brought the uh, the youth of a nation, and then they were reduced to slaves. So like, uh, never forget who you are. Though a lot of the niggas was already here, so we- man. And the thing that a lot of people aren't going, and they even talked about like that about. You know, chapter 10 was super involved. Chapter 10 needed to be longer, in my opinion, because they talked about, you know, getting 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 that that pride out of the trunk and and how important it is for us to remember that the songs these after they had beaten up and people started dying on the plantation field and then all of a sudden people started surviving. And they try to figure out why these people were why certain slaves would survive on the field and others would die. And then he was like, just listen to the music. It, the secret is in the music on how to survive in these intense times. And it just talks about the resilience and and what it's going to take in order for us to get our pride out of the trunk. So that's when the fight comes into place. Rob, like, what was your idea of this of this battle, of this set? Because so, it's not a big thing. The fight wasn't as big as I thought it was going to be. It was two pages so- like that. In my in my eyes, it kind of reminded me of the fight that Freeman had with um, Calhoun. Calhoun, mm-hmm. right? Because it was more so Calhoun had this disdain in his heart, similar to the what do they call the Camaches or something like to that extent. Yeah. And he was like, "Look, they gonna keep feeling this way about y'all unless y'all show them something." So in my mind, it was just that. It was a little show and tell. Was the Apaches? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Apaches, yeah. More than just junkies. Okay, now, now, y'all, y'all seen the Warriors before, right? Mm-hmm. You never seen the Warriors? Mm-hmm. Warriors. This how they set up their games, bro. The way yeah. the Warriors movie set up, this is how they try to set Chicago games up. That's what I didn't like about it. Like mm-hmm. a Warlord, that's some that's some Warriors shit. Like you, you know, we have real names, bro. It wasn't yeah. no motherfucker. We was a corporation yeah. set up, chairman, you know, enforcing shit like that. A warlord, bro. That's all from. The, watch the movie Warriors, bro, because it, it it's actually a good movie. But you'll be like, okay, they tried to set the shit up just like that, bro. Yeah. With, as far as the game. Yeah. Did um. He 
He also talked to him at this point about, uh, you know, being prepared to take over. Like, you know, a movement always stop when the head always get cut yeah. off. And uh, you see you see how he told him, like, I don't even know if this is on those chapters. Keep going. <laughs> Uh, he was he was just telling them like y'all gotta be ready and, and to 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 take over in case I'm gone. Like I don't want y'all to make a big scene out of this. Like I I'm gone, just keep moving. No. Keep moving. It, it, and that, Freeman, that was Freeman, right? Yeah, yeah. Freeman, Freeman okay, has yeah, plans. Freeman has plans and this uh chapter 10 maybe asks a question is does Freeman's plan make sense? Because it's more it's, so on the verge of um Michael B. Jordan and Black Panther? Yeah, very so who, similar to Killmonger's is. plan. Yeah. Does your plan make sense? Because Freeman, let's talk about Freeman's plan. Freeman's plan is to create this underground of tension that will divide the, because right now a war, a major war is going on in America. So mm-hmm. the attention of the government will be split and divided between the war and trying to stop this movement, this underground movement happening in multiple states. So he wants to start in Chicago with this gang, get certain leaders to then disperse to the Harlem's, to the Atlanta's, to the Dallas's, to then propagate this swell and grow. And there was two things that immediately said to me, that was like, no, people have tried this in history already, and they failed. Uh, ask Caesar about it. Uh, <laughs> ask, the, ask the Germans about it. You know, ask... Anybody who's tried to divide and conquer, there. This only works if your punch, initial punch, is big enough to catch attention. And I but was, you know, uh, why you know why they split up. I mean, this it, is in straight, in straight America. You split up, okay. Now, if you only do it in one state, they can send as many National Guard or military as they want to that one place. Uh, but you got to remember the numbers are not a favorite. Back then, especially probably, you know, fucking now, it's only, what, 4 million military servicemen with, like, less than 1%, right? So you got, for the Marine Corps, we less than 200,000. Then you got the Army that takes on about 2 million people, but that's including their reservists and the um, National Guard and all of that. And then you got the Navy, which is less than, you know, just a few hundred thousand. And you got the Air Force, which is a few hundred thousand. So the numbers are not big. And you can't just throw no fucking... Um, sailors or no no air force guys straight into combat area situation especially in, in a small compact areas like that because they're not trained for it so the way he training them and then once you spread them out now you fucking spread their numbers out no and absolutely. i'm not sure what chapter that was that they were talking about bringing somebody over no. other than, <clears throat> did they bring the general over with by chapter 10 Mm-mm. okay Mm-mm. never mind go ahead black <laughs> <laughs> chapter 18 <laughs> That's why I say I'm gonna I'm just follow along with y'all and then and then and then say something so I don't want. I know I'm pretty sure fucking um a couple of y'all at this point too what I'm talking about. But y'all, I, I'm, I'm at that point, down, but, but I'm yeah, just I'm writing just it down. It. Yeah. I'm not writing it down. I'm just you know. Go ahead, JB. So what was the question? No, what was the original question? So again? Uh, my whole thing was, do you think his plan is going to work? Like, I, basically, he has this idea of divide and conquer. Do you think so, this is a good plan? So I like to, what we're talking about, I always think about numbers, but anybody kind of think about the nation of Islam while you're thinking about what he's doing? Uh, no, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. But there's a, there's a clear difference in... Yeah. 
in in the structure and the grandiose of it because Malcolm X wasn't thinking on a national scale. He might have had national support, but he never once thought about how do I get this movement going down in Florida? How do I get this movement going down in North no, Carolina? That was, a, that was the plan. No, that was that's the plan. What the plan that's, was. that's the whole that's reason. That's the whole reason. Um, Muhammad had Malcolm X go out there. He said, "We need numbers. Get out there and give us these numbers." Get his numbers. Him numbers. And to your point, like, oh, now you're looking too big. Exactly, and that's my thing. Like, eventually, you become a big enough target, and that was and that was the dividing issue right there. Malcolm X was the target, and with Malcolm X was the power. But with Freeman, he is once again still held to this idea: even if I'm the leader, no one will know it. Not even the people who yeah. are in the. Group. It's because they're underground. They're not. They yeah. wasn't making moves on with political, like with ads and, and shit, basically like that. Yeah. They wasn't having church settings. They were just saying, "Okay, got this game, and we're gonna explain the shit to them, and that's how we're gonna move." It's not gonna be loud. We're gonna all be we're gonna still do the thing. Look, make it look like we're doing the regular same game banking shit, but we're gonna pass this shit on and make it bigger than that because they have a real means. To your point, to your point though, hero, like when the part that was important about him telling them like y'all need to keep moving if i'm not here that's why a lot of those movements stop because when the when the head is gone they in and he's planning ahead for that so you know i'm gonna give y'all the things that y'all need if this continues to go on on and on and on you know and, and we continue to move in this same process but you know the way the movements ended like it wasn't just the head that they took out of any of these movements they took the whole top, you know, the whole board. They so they said they got Larry Hoover, and then they and with the GDs, they took everybody. Everybody was in diet. They took everybody. So basically, Larry was locked up, and then anybody he's passing out on, that's what's getting locked up. And then they left only separate ass groups of people that wasn't already together. And when it comes to the um, the Black Panther Party, they killed everybody on top, and they, you know, everybody that was a part of any movement in every area. And then when it came to the Malcolm X. Nation of Islam was was a, a complete fraud inside and out. It was only Malcolm X and a few others who were standing on top of what they were saying. So they were like, okay, we got him. And then and it was the nation who killed them. That's why I told y'all to watch that Who Killed Malcolm X? Because yeah. it was them who killed them because they had other plans for themselves. And then yeah. the way it went down with Muhammad, it was, it was trifling, bro. Yeah, they, they had, they had a, a mindset. But Rob, if you had to sum up for chapter 10 uh what, what was your thought on this uh, do you think this plan would have worked like in reality it honestly i feel like it depends and and, and i say that because <clears throat> like you like a, like a lot of people mentioned you know loud movements don't go nowhere for a long period of time right maybe i made that post Mm-hmm. Like we, it, I made that post that we like we we can we can sit around and have a, a plan moving, but somebody's gonna be posting everything we're talking about in these meetings, so they're gonna be able to set up what they're gonna do afterwards, and that's yep. what helped them out because nobody was saying anything. But, they want to be able to set up on it. Yeah, the thing about and to to your point on that because everybody talks about loud movements. The loudest movement in the decade is the Black Lives Matter movement, and that movement. It has no leaders, has no form, has no identity, but yet they've you, you would hear it and you immediately understand what they want, what they need, and their demands. And it's shocked the world. So there is this counter argument that if you're loud enough that you 
you can't sleep anymore. You can't think clearly whenever, because when you see BLM, you there's some people who there's these woke 2.0 black people who just don't like, no, I, black lives matter. They're, they're a terrorist organization. Aren't you black? Oh yeah, I'm black, <laughs> but you know. It's, like, it's just more so that like, since they don't have no real structure, Anybody can say that bad, so they get they take the blame for everything. Exactly, that's going it's easy, and and but as easy as it is to blame them, it's also as the same way to say, well, if you just do what they say, then this person would go away. That you know, somebody said this the other day, like, dang man, why they why do these rioters keep burning down our cities? And it's like, man, that's Plan C. Plan A was just to arrest homeboy. Plan B was to say, hey, we're not going to kill you anymore. And now that y'all skip plan A and plan B, yeah, we got to burn some shit down. Like your target got to go. That you, that's the least your word. But uh, I like to think that a lot, of, especially civilians, we forget our numbers. There are more ants than there are kings and queens in any hive. The workers, Amazon would cease to exist if everyone took a day off from work at all their fulfillment factories. It's just that simple. Amazon will lose a billion, billions of dollars, trillions of dollars in one day if they all went and strike as a group. But it's unity that this team is lacking. And for some strange reason in this story, unity is not something they're lacking. So this gives me the belief that their plan will work. But that would end. It, chapter- it can work in real life also. If, oh, absolutely. And you I, have and- the military members that are black. That's not going to nope. be like, I'm not about to go and kill my people. No, it, go out there but aren't but aren't hurting. they? But aren't they though? And this will lead into our our, our open no, discussion. You got something that's gonna quick. do it. Oh, like, for I know sure. That's, that's cost now. They pull their mom over and give them tickets. Hey. Fucking crazy, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> crazy. I, I know these people. Like, but but you got the ones that's like me, bro. Like, if I was in the service, they was like, all right, y'all got to go out here. And like, hell no. Because I'm we saw it this I'm year with all these weapons in my group. <laughs> we, we, we saw it this year where people in Portland and people in Minnesota that they had uh, armed forces called into these protests and these military one one rider uh, and uh, one protester in uh, Seattle was shot by a serviceman. And it's just one of these questions like your whole entire identity is to protect and serve our nation. And here you are killing our first amendment right literally like yeah, you also had the ones up in um the cops up in detroit that marched with the protesters and, but and i'm also like, all right cool we gonna throw with y'all shit we we, we agree with everything y'all saying but and i feel like that's sometimes a false flag but i'm not going to de- decline it but at the end of the day there's i had a podcast where i showed multiple side by sides here's a dude taking a knee with the protesters and then here's that same dude six hours later beating some up with a baton like they put they understand oh, no, how to... see, no, they, they put their weapons up and everything these niggas out there just like you had that cop who was making that video and mm. lost his damn job because he had that video yeah but yeah. he was black in the wrong place yeah so, like, there are certain people who will awake and be like, all right, yeah, we're a tyrannical government and we're not going to do this to our people. But at the same time, do you guys feel like the parallels to this book and this and what's currently going on, they can't be denied. Like, it, it, there are some parallels. Go ahead, JB. I think uh, the one thing that the book got that that we, like, we struggling with is unity. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's very evident and we've talked about it a little bit, you know, from a standpoint of whether it's the, the elite black or whatever you want to call it, elite black and um, people that's trying to make it. And then <clears throat> whatever level you are socioeconomically, and then we got a split men versus women 
And it's just like, if we could just come together, maybe we could figure out how to move forward. That's always we'll fight the biggest issues first and then go and then scroll down to the smaller ones. Or, or the, if y'all want to go the smaller to biggest, it could be that way. But we got to be we got to be standard. Like we have to have a one fight at a time. Right. Or That's the biggest fight. issue with the Democrats. The they fight every fucking thing at one time. But you kind of have knows, to. Like, you kind of have can't. You have to be a master of all trades. In the world full of evil, you have to be versatile. It, it's it, not going to happen. That's that's the reason that the, the Republicans, they, they succeed so well because they only fight one thing. Their only thing is to hold you back. So they, that's it. <laughs> so now when, when, when you're trying to fight everything that they that they, they put in place already, and y'all group spread up. So it's, it's me fighting 17 people. That's the system. It's I'm going to get my ass beat. I can fight one person really well. But with everybody else helping, it ain't gonna look that good. There, there, there's so much going on. This brings up the question of Ice Cube's whole contract, and you know, Ice Cube uh, talked about his contract, and you know, somebody, uh, someone had to point out on Twitter, like, my guy, these, you're not saying anything new. We know all of this, and we have people yeah. fighting this battle for us on the hill. Why would you not go to these people versus Trump? So it's this question of, even if we do have unity. Are we moving together in the same, in the correct direction is often the question. And, you know, small battles versus real battles. JV, did you want to finish something up? No, so it kind of to that, to that ice cube thing. It's like, I just, you have, if, have y'all ever read the book Art of War? I, 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 no, I've read excerpts from it. The, the, the concept of the book is to understand your enemy so then you know how to approach your enemy to overcome your enemy. And what we know about Trump is he'll do whatever you want to if he think you you his friend or you are uh, treating him like a human. Entertainer wise, he love he love he like that's what we were talking about. Um, what was, I can't think of the, the black the black um sports lady that be talking us shit. What's her name? I know y'all know her. You talking she, about she, uh, she's, Hill? She's a, she's Jamel Hill? Hill. Jamel, Jamel Hill. Hill. Yeah, she she pointed out to how the difference with the way that Trump them look at black people. Just like in the movie, um, do the right thing. How the how the pizza guy looked at black people, and Spike Lee was talking to him. He's like, "Yeah, how, you got all these black people on your wall that you praise and everything, but then you treat us bogusly, like fucking. You treat the black people that, that come to your store wrong. He's like, these are different type of black people, and it's just the entertainers and stuff like that. You got the entertainers. The white people love. They'll do whatever you know. They're like, okay, they, we'll do whatever they say. But this nigga that's buying my food every day, just another nigga, oh, and man. they don't see all the same." Man. But with, with the ice cube thing is, I I, I fucked with it because I because I've been following it, but I felt like he should have just backed up Ti shit. I feel like Ti shit was a better was a better move for us. Yeah, but even Ti like was a better move for, for like if, if 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 either one of them just came together, bam. So but this is what, this, this what I was going with that is like, I think that. They have a platform as athletes, entertainers, and everything like that. But there are social justice people fighting the issue. But I think it's a process. Like you have to, you have to like break down the door. Like you see the NBA players putting the pressure on the owners. Mm-hmm. Now, at a certain point, y'all have to invite the the uh, the rest of the movement in. But with Trump, he one of those people. Like if we all came in together at him, he just gonna close the door. And that's that's just. How I look at like when I talk about, but the you got to come in like on some like, Kanye with shit. Kanye West, like he came in there and doing all of this, like 
But he doing whatever Kim Kardashian want. Now, do you? But think that's the reason Kanye came in there like that. That's right. the reason that's Kanye, Kanye went in there like, like that. Oh, I'm your friend, ass shit. Right. And then as soon as that bust out, like, man, we get these people out of prison. Yeah, like I don't but think that stuff is working with her like that without that, without that, and that's just who without he without is. That, without that celebrity, man. right? And sometimes somebody got to take that first bullet or whatever you want to call it. But is it is it a consequence of 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 celebrity? spotlight versus continuity because the truth is if to our knowledge right now kim kardashian is making this great movement about people being removed from prison for small small petty crimes but on a on a realistic level the trump administration has just not put the same focus of emphasis on it the obama administration in the four years that in the eight years that they've been in had let out Ton, uh, thousands, thousands more people out of prison, but there was no celebrity. But they were turned it. down. Yeah, they, but they were turned down a lot too, though. Like they, with, with his prison reform, they turned that shit down all back. Exactly. Did, but I think the other thing about that is, is, is Trump. Uh, Trump don't know what he's doing, and I think we hold it to that standard yeah. too. Like, like what you bring it, doing, depends on who bring it to him. Right. Trump don't even have no clue what he's doing, and no. I. You know, going back to kind of the art of war, the Repu- and what uh, Black was talking about with the Republicans, they got one agenda. Like they going they gonna support him. You know, if he bring it to the to the floor, they still gonna support him as Republicans. Yeah, we still but in control. You know, even you know, even though he was let, they let the people out. His attorney general still trying to get them all back, put back in jail. It's not like fucking they let people out. They were still, they still yeah. fighting. Some of them to go yeah. back to jail. So they're still fighting for that. It's, it's, it, and that's uh, why I say don't, this, don't, don't name that shit. Yeah, and that's yeah, why I say it's a celebrity because with the Obama administration, when they were let out of jail, that was the end of it. But here, right. somebody might have beat the federal charges, but then the state comes in or the attorney general from the district comes in and is like, oh no, nah, bro, uh, you still had six or seven other charges that we just didn't pursue because we knew we had you with this. So like. Rob, are the parallels of this story like what do you think? Because this is our open discussion, so like you've been over there silent. What's up? I'm I'm reading the email to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> but um, because I don't, Ice Cube and the Trump administration, yeah, it's bullshit. The, like the Trump administration is like they're they're helping you with the left hand to smack you with the right hand, <laughs> right. And it's like, and then they put that shit in the media, though. And black people jump on board. And JB is like, yo, we gotta stick together. So I feel like what should have happened before Ice Cube agreed to meet with Trump, I feel like he should have, he could have tapped in with Ti. They both started in the rap game. Hey, yo, bro, what's going on with this Lords of London thing? Man, I such and such reached out to him. Hey, come with me. Come with me. You more educated on this laws of London. Let me. Uh, well, I put because I've already done research on this. Okay, one uh, Ti uh, Ti and uh, Ice Cube's plan. Uh, they're both bullshit. I've already read them both. They don't. They don't include the whole entire black black diaspora. Diaspora. Uh, they don't include uh, gay, transgender, single, black. Like it's 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 a very uh, black male. Yeah, that, okay, but that's what I see. That's not the same, bro. I don't feel like that but, should be added on but, to just but, being black, bro. That's but, the battle thing I'm saying. But, like, but that's the thing that starts it off. When we fight just for black, 
Why that's the, the fuck thing that's, we gotta add on all the extra be, stuff? Because before you're gay, you're going to be black. So you that's have my to. Point. So you just say you're black. But at the if same time, but you gay or not? It's, but you still have to think you have, and that's why the plans, and that's why the plans fall on the face because there are already people in the black congressional Congress who have already made plans way better than this, who have already thought this out, who have already fought these battles. There were seven things itemized on his list that were already being pushed through bills in the house. So the thing was, he didn't, one, he didn't reach out to the appropriate source Two, uh, ice cube clearly was doing this for financial purposes because he was in himself looking for support from Steve Bannon and anyone who knows who Steve Bannon is, He's a he's a he's a fascist racist. So you're going to the wrong side for the wrong reasons. And two, what you're selling, you want to be the you want to be the face of. So your your immediate interest falls down. And that's why I make this parallel between Ice Cube and Freeman. Freeman doesn't want to be seen in this movement that he's trying to propagate. While Ice Cube wants to be the face of it because, and that is why he didn't want to reach across the aisle. The one with Ti is not more so fucking. He don't want to be like he. He's doing it because he's here. And at the same time, he, he said openly, overly, overly that fucking, it's not just me. It's not just me. Anybody that want to come in, then you watch the um, Roland Martin show, he had both of them on that, and then they have people that's coming to put politics and everything. Like, okay, look, we can reach out to y'all and we can help y'all with certain stuff. Like, as far as everything, festivals and everything, they come and help in. Like, bring in what we can. We all work together to do this. That's the best way to do it. That's why I like, that's why I like T.I. shit better. Just mm-hmm. all the strength that He's, they, they, that whole group, that whole thing that they got set up is super open for input and uh, for others' input and stuff like that. So it's just like, yeah, we talked to the politicians. They like, man, we can move in, take my number down, rolling. He like, rolling, get him my number right now. You know, go to the site right now, put that shit on the site right now. And I was posting that shit. I posted the site. I gotta go back and find. I repost that shit. So pretty much anybody going there and then say what we need to say because fucking, it's a good, it's a good move because of all the people that lowers the London back and all the people that fuck with them. The money, the money won't be a big issue, like because only one person in our history got reparations. One black dude, and that and that's kind of fucked up. Nah, definitely. I think think that we just need, uh, uh, we need before we even step into any kind of table. um, I don't care who you is, like celebrity, non-celebrity, you know, activist. Like we need to figure out a space where we can all just collaborate and have our own ideas like what was one of my problems when jay-z went and stepped in with the nfl it's like it almost made it seem like you were saying forget what colin doing we doing something completely different now and but it's like that's how the that's how the media made it seem bro. That, that's how they made it seem but he also you know we passed neil and all of that and he didn't acknowledge colin and what he exactly. did either that's what, but he said like we we it's passed part, in like okay now what's next? But no, that's, but, that's a black but are we like, pa- like, are we past are we past kneeling are, though? Are we are we? You I'm saying what what, 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 what are we gonna do is. other than just kneeling? You, can't, you like, can't say what everybody's should be thinking or feeling and, and 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 telling people that. Like I feel like publicly we need to do better as showing a a, a unit like. Because mm-hmm. we, we divide and like when you come out publicly and you sound divided, that is the doing exactly what the opposition wants. We're going to just be fighting all these 17 battles that we're talking about. But if we could find a space like whoever want, whoever the leaders are, y'all need to work together, figure but out how we don't have moving. a black leader. And that's what I'm saying. We need to figure that out. 
We, we got all these it. people that want to do all of this stuff. If you got a board, that don't need cool. to be contacted. We don't have a leader. Nobody wants to be the black leader. That's what. Well, it, no, you you got you got all the fakes that's, that that that's calling themselves the black leaders. You know, you got you know Farrakhan so, so, goof ass. You got I'm gonna tell you know, like <laughs> even professional so, fucking pro, um what's what, what I call Umar goof ass the, the the professional um fundraiser. <laughs> so I, I work for State Farm and you know like all the powerful black men at State Farm it's a very small circle like I, I'm very hard pressed to bring up one of them and they'd be like oh no we don't we work with this person or he know them like they talk about how they friends like they interact and they move together and I notice how like a lot of the efforts that we talk about and moving forward even in the company like they doing some crazy stuff like diversity wise, but it ain't never, it ain't never like uh, any of these black leaders seem divided. Never. Like it's always one voice and they have meetings behind the scenes, but every time they come to the forefront, it's one voice. And it, it, this is how we move. And I think that that's where the book is. With Freeman, but y'all, but also with your job, y'all have a, a main focus. That's the problem. I keep saying, like, we don't have a main fucking focus, and that's Everything why we, so get, I'm we need to get together first and figure that out. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. But who, 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 who the fuck are we trusting to get to come together? It's a lot of people in, in the in the front forefront right now. They need to be figuring out. Get on a Zoom call, whatever y'all need to do. <laughs> like, it ain't nothing to pick up the phone and be like, hey, man, you trying to accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish. How we, and that's what I never understand. Like, I don't get it, you know? So, no, definitely. You know, I mean, think about MLK and Mark, Malcolm, uh, and Malcolm X, like, we still trying to accomplish the same thing. Like, we might, oh, they have, came together. That's the reason. That's the they reason. They did. But what I'm saying yeah. is, remember like, the Afro, the Afro group that Malcolm X tried to bring. No, I'm definitely. When you coming out divided. No, definitely. Hey, we, there is. I mean, this is a conversation that can go on for hours, but that is yeah. our hour. Uh, as far as the book club is concerned, uh, we we. I mean, y'all, we can definitely finish this off air, but I got uh We have. We all have lives, and uh, what we try and do here. It's today, Sunday for me, though, boys. I'm off. <laughs> 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 Hero, Hero just got the text, man. He trying to get up out of here. Hey, y'all already I saw think, the look on my face. Hero got to get a nap in. Yeah, that is black right. Like I've been, I've been up since six a.m. yesterday doing surgery, so I'm already tired. But uh, this has been the Books and Beyond uh, Male Book Club. We appreciate you guys coming on. We had Rob, JB, and Black. All appreciate you guys. We reviewed chapter six through uh, ten. Uh, we're gonna push on for eleven through uh, what? 15, uh, 14, yeah. 11 through 15 uh, next week. Uh, our goal here is to try and, like, you know. Uh, and then on out- my B day, I might be in some type of jacuzzi or something. <laughs> you can still, hey, get your phone out. You can put your phone on the corner and talk to us on the jacuzzi. You ain't that special. Yeah, you already uh, done with the book, man. So you might as well go. Yeah, down. you can get on. You can get on. Uh, our goal here is to constantly try and uh, reinforce the idea that black men can have educated, developed conversations and be unified in these conversations. Uh, hopefully, you guys will be able to join us with this. Leave your comments, uh, comments and, uh, you know, like, share this with your fellow brothers. 
brothers and sisters. Uh, there's a new image out there that we're trying to push. And uh, it doesn't have to just be us. You guys can make your own group. We do this every Sunday. Uh, you guys can do it, too. So uh, we appreciate you guys. Any sign-off messages you guys got for us? I'm going to create a WhatsApp. So the way we can just have a little tech group talking shit on a regular basis. Outside of the book and everything else, we're going to, you know, talk everything. All right. All right. JB? I ain't got nothing, man. You know, good luck to the Bears, man. We looking good so far. Let's let's keep it going. <laughs> Rob, what's good? Uh, hey, there was an article released recently um, about this billionaire guy being accused of two billion in fraud, and it's a, a Caucasian man. They ended up putting Robert Smith his photo on the article, and that shit rubbed me the wrong way. But, Robert F. Smith, uh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. I saw that article. Now, yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, it's a lawsuit waiting to happen, but we appreciate you guys joining us for this. Uh, catch up, guys. Take care. All right. All right.